I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. With me, as always, is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's episode is brought to you by Christian patriots who understand that a conspiracy theorist is just someone who makes fairly obvious observations that the government doesn't like. What you think about that one, Becky? I like it. These are the people that sponsor our show here. These are the ones that keep us on the air on American Christian Network, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Once again... We'd like to invite you guys to check us out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gab. Did I miss any? Nope, that's all of them. We try to be inclusive. Don't say that word. No? We try to be equitable on how we share our social media. You're ruining it. Oh, all right. Hey, if you're not on social media, we really appreciate you guys tuning in on American Christian Network. We are crowdfunded. That's a that's a new word, right? Yeah, that's we are listener funded and we are so thankful for all the listeners that have reached out and have helped keep us on the air, help keep us on the digital platform. Mm-hmm. Check us out wherever you listen to your podcast at. If you listen to podcasts, <clears throat> how about this? If you hear something on a show that you like and you want to share it with your friends, you can find it on podcasts. You can find it on Twitter. Becky puts it there. Find it on Facebook. She puts it there. Mm-hmm. These are be vigilant at Facebook. Be vigilant 11 on Twitter. That, that's my spiel for promoting us. I mean, you got to do it, right? I guess. I guess. Hey, we're just, we are so blessed that God has given us this opportunity to share some of his word and how we, how it affects our lives, right? Mm-hmm. How we've been changed through God's word. We hope that you guys are too. We also like to share some fun things, some news. So first we are going to start out with some scripture. And then we'll roll into our one of our new favorite games. It's wild because we have no idea what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But that makes great radio, right? Yep. And maybe we're getting good at this. Maybe we're able to, to whoa, wing whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get on your pride horse. Okay. Hey, maybe it's horrible. Let us know. If you want to hear us talk about something, you want to dis- debate something, 509-818-7818. Don't worry. We're not going to answer that phone in the middle of the night. Or maybe I will. You don't know. Yeah. Text, call, tell me, hey, Matt, you are crazy. I'll say, okay, thanks. You're not the first and you won't be the last. But no, hey, I wanted to get in some scripture today. The book of James has really been sitting with me lately. It really lays out how we should be acting, right? Mm -hmm. I also, as I studied more about Martin Luther, he despised the book of James so much that he didn't, when he rewrote a Bible, from into German, he didn't put the book of James in there. He didn't like to work. He was no, a no, hard no. worker. There, the, the words in there, the faith without works is dead. Ah. It tore him up. And this is the man that beat himself, right? Yep. And coming out of the Catholicism, he, he was trying to, what do you say, relegate how to share the word and how to not be a Catholic anymore. He eventually came to. He liked the book of James. Once you read it in context, but that's not what I'm going to read today. You're going to read it out of context? Oh, yeah. Okay. Isn't that a fun way to do things? (laughs) Yeah. I can do all things through a verse out of context, right? 
This is from James chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. Go now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go in such a city and continue there a year, and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth, vanisheth away. Vanisheth. Yep, good old KJV. <laughs> and I think a lot of us, we know that verse, right? Your life is but a vapor. Mm-hmm. There's probably signs and t-shirts that say it. it. It's so true. However long you live on this earth, 150 years old. I don't think there's a modern person that could be 150. I don't think so. It's still a vapor. Yep. Contem- compared to the eternal salvation that you need to have before you leave this place. Mm-hmm. Because you're either going up or down. That's I know it's not up or down, right? Hell's not in the center of earth. Actually... I think it may be. Okay, why? Because of some scripture, which I don't have off the top of my head, mm-hmm. says that that he will open up the pits in the middle of the earth. And now I'm going to butcher it, but I have listened to preaching and list, heard scripture mm-hmm. saying that hell quite possibly could be in the middle of the earth. Fair enough. I just To me, it's kind of like a Sunday school, you know, little kid up and down. The point I'm trying to make is you're once to die, the judgment's after that. Mm-hmm. Where you go after that, you need to be s- certain. You need to be solid in your foundation of faith in who Christ is. Mm-hmm. But So that's what it's saying is, as we're taking it backwards is that life's a vapor. Before you know it, it's over. Yep. Have you shared the gospel enough? And what, what verse 13 is saying here, if you break it down and modernize it, is saying that so many people these days, they say, okay, okay, when I get to this point in life, then I'm going to serve God. When I retire, then I'm going to give my whole life to God. When I, you know, when my kids are out of the house, when my kids are in kindergarten, whatever it is, when the church gets to be 400 people, then I'll start being, I'll serve in the church. When I have enough money. When I have enough money, because and that's that's the funny one, because I'm pretty sure when Jesus sent his disciples out, what did he tell them? Don't even take two coats. Yeah. Don't worry about what you'll eat. Don't take, you know. So, hmm, that kind of negates the prosperity gospel. Oh, does and, it? And it negates the you'll live a prosperous, healthy, happy yeah. life. But we won't get into that now. No, we were talking about Becky and I were talking about this off off subject here. There's more. Uh, verses in the Bible to talk about a poverty gospel than a prosperity gospel. Yep. There's so many times Jesus said, you know, sell it all and take up after me, right? Mm-hmm. Sell, give it all to the poor. Yep. Never did Jesus say, hey, man, you're going to have all the riches in the world. Do this and I'll financially bless you. Yeah. I don't think that came out of his mouth. No. What Jesus was saying against the prosperity gospel, as I read the KJV or read any Bible, is that he's saying, you will start to serve this mammon more than me. Mm-hmm. And so get rid of it all. Yep. And not that I believe in, in a poverty go- gospel either. Right. I believe God gives you exactly what you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to want to make a point for either or, what are you going to take away? I would take away a poverty gospel. You should have. You should be giving away more of what you got to further the word of God. Yep. And, but so back to the, the verse here saying, you know, we're going to get and gain and we're going to trade and buy and sell. We're going to we're going to prop ourselves up 
for a year or so, and then we'll go share the word is what James is saying. No, you don't know when your end is here. Mm-hmm. What is that? What if your life is asked for tonight? I can't remember the exact verse on that. What if God calls you home tonight? And you were like, oh, man, I was going to go share the gospel with I so-and-so. I was going to. Yeah, I, was, I just had to get one more thing done. I had to check one more thing off my list. That's why I, wanna, I like when I read that in James. It reminds me to, hey, shut up and get to work. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. You don't want to go to that judgment seat and say, hey, what about that time you could have done this and you did that? Mm-hmm. We, we're all going to have them. But let's, while we're here on earth, we can consciously make the decision to not put off working for God. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like to hear that, oh, that's a that's a, a new new way of thinking and yada, yada. You know, that's not how they did it back then. This is an American way, the working way. I don't care. <laughs> My salvation is bought and paid for through the blood of Christ. And if I've got to work to let everybody else know, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I would hope that a lot more people would come along with me and put that worker's mindset on. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got on this verse. What about you? Well, I pretty much agree. Okay. She agrees. Which doesn't happen often. Hey, she beat me to that one. <laughs> hey, real quick, we want to tell you about an event that's coming up on April 15th, 2023. This is the Spokane County Annual, Spokane GOP Annual Lincoln Day Gala. I wanted to say gala. I, the word was screwing me up. Lincoln Day Gala with uh, keynote speaker Harmeet Dillon. If you so inclined, you can purchase tickets that so you can meet her and maybe get a picture with her. But it's going to be at the Davenport Grand on April 15th. And so tickets now, this is, this is how the Spokane GOP raises money so that they can get the word out, that they can get their messaging out. This is a great event. There's uh, You could sponsor a table, which seats up to 10 but the uh, prices now are two fifty a ticket. You get dinner. Black tie is optional. I would say let's check it out. If you've got some extra cash, you want to meet Harmeet Dillon. You want to at least want to hear what she's got to say about limited government, getting our, our voting rights back. It sounds like a good time. But the real key is we need to raise money because guess what the left does better than anybody? Organize. Organize. Raise money. Raise money. Get money from George Soros. Steal guess what? Money, whatever. Everybody on the right, we don't have a George Soros. Mm-mm. If you put on uh, how much somebody's worth, George Soros and Donald Trump are right about the same. Hey, let's got to throw this out there because we're talking about GOP, Donald Trump. It's Tuesday. He may be indicted for some bunk charge at a New York. I just pray that nobody goes and gets sucked into whatever this garbage. Don't go protest. Yeah. It's going to be... Just like January 6th, there's going to be bad actors. Yep, could be a setup. You'd be in jail for the rest of your life. Yep. Once again, Spokane GOP, Lincoln Day Gala, April 15th at the Davenport Grand. Pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. Got any questions about that? You can go on their website, and they've got all the information. Hey, what we wanted to do today, we got about 11 minutes left here, right? 16, 16 minutes left? 16 minutes. We got, I got two timers here. A couple weeks ago, we did... A BereanResearch.org roulette. Heresy roulette is what we named it. Heresy roulette. So I've got the, the number generator up as long as it doesn't fall on 16 because that was a lot of show right there. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're going to generate the number, and the number is 12. 
All right, let's see what article number 12 is. So if you didn't hear this a couple weeks ago, we have no idea this article. We haven't read this article. Hopefully we know something about it, or I'm just going to read it word for word. <laughs> so BereanResearch.org, you can check them out. There's some great studies on to these Christianity heresies that are going on in the world right now. So 12, that'd be one, two. Ouch. What? Mormonism. Oh, yikes. Or LDS Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So, if you are Mormon and you're listening, I, I don't mean to offend you. We do everything out of love. Mm -hmm. We know that the Mormon society, the people, they're great people. Mm -hmm. Never met a mean one. Yeah, they take care of their family. They take care of their good community. Same morals and values as us. Yeah. Just they just they miss the mark. They're Jesus and. Yep. And if you haven't heard me say that on, on the show before, it's if your salvation is rooted in Jesus and anything else, it's wrong. Yep. You need to show me in the scripture where it says to get to heaven, you need to have faith in what Jesus did and anything else. And all you can all the works <clears throat> you can do. Yeah. So from this article in brainresearch.org, it says Mormonism is a pseudo-Christian religion begun in 1830 by Joseph Smith. I don't think anybody denies that, right? Mm -mm. In New England, the Mormon Church is also known as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So they got Jesus Christ in there. It denies the historic trinity. Ah, there we go. Mm. The teaching of three gods, one godhead, three god, right? Mm-hmm. It says salvation is by grace and works. <clears throat> you can read that in 2 Nephi 25-23, and that people have the potential of becoming gods and goddesses. Some of its unique doctrines of the Mormon church are that God used to be a man on another world who became a god and came to this world with one of his wives. We are all literally born in heaven as spirit brothers and sisters and then inhabit human bodies on earth. Now, I'm just going to say real quick, I don't know how you can read the Bible, which most Mormons say they read the Bible and then the Book of Mormon is like the side note or something. I don't know what, the, I don't know how they view the Book of Mormon, but they say they read the Bible. None, not a single word that you just read is in the Bible. Yeah, that, <coughs> excuse me, that's just crazy. I don't know who Nephi is. That's that's one of the books in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, I, I'm sure that it is. I just don't. I don't know who he was, what he was. Is it Nephi? Nephi? Is it even a person? Yeah. If you want to check out somebody that has a huge heart and God has burdened him as a Christian for the Mormons, you can go to on YouTube Apologia Studios. Mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Jeff Durbin. This man goes out. He's read the Book of Mormon. He knows all their other little edicts that go along with it. Mm -hmm. The dude knows the Bible. And he speaks out of pure love to these people in front of Mormon temples. He also likes to get crazy in front of Planned Parenthood, which, good on him. Yep. Because he knows all the city ordinances. They ain't, they ain't scaring him away. But no. Pastor Jeff Durbin, Apology at Church out of Arizona, he has God has burdened his heart to bring truth and light to the Mormons. Mm -hmm. And I, I, he's almost been in tears in some of the videos I've watched. I've been in tears in some of the videos that I've watched of him. Yeah. It's it's crazy. <clears throat> so back to back to the article. It says Mormons believe that there are four sources of divinely inspired words, not just one. So that's what we're talking about. That's what Becky was just talking about. Mm -hmm. Book of Mormon, 
It says the Bible, as far as it is translated correctly, hmm, which verses are considered incorrectly translated is not always made clear to the Book of Mormon, which is was translated by Smith and published in 1830. Smith claimed it as the most correct book. Well, of course, he wrote it. 1,830 years after Jesus walked on, he then created something, and he says it's more correctly. Mm -hmm. He did not go to the Texas Receptus or any of the old Hebrew text. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not Mr. Smith, I would say you're wrong. And it's... It's the most correct book on earth that a person can get closer to God by following its precepts, precepts, hmm, than any other book. Number three, the doctrine and the covenants containing a collection of modern revelations regarding the church of Jesus Christ as it has been restored. And that's what I was just talking about, that Jeff Durbin, he has the Book of Mormon. He can cite, quote, mm -hmm. scripture out of it and give it to these young Mormons who don't know exactly where he's going in the Book of Mormon. So then you've got the, the, the Doctrine and Covenants. Number four, the Pearl of the Great Price, which is considered by Mormons to clarify doctrines and teachings that were lost from the Bible and adds its own information about the earth's creation. Even though the Bible says not to add to the Bible. Yeah, or take away. Mm -hmm. And so you need this, kind of like the Rosetta Stone, to translate the Bible is what they're saying. Ah. <clears throat> I guess, hey... This article now has some fast facts. I thought it said fun facts. Just fast facts. <laughs> In Mormons, there are many gods. Mormon doctrine, page 163, if you want to look it up. You could probably Google Mormon doctrine, the things we've talked about. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> there is a mother goddess. Articles of Faith by James Talmadge, page 443. There's a mother goddess. Yeah, when you say that, it makes me think of Rise of the Divine Feminine. Yeah. Maybe Mormons are going to be part of that ecumenical church. Yeah, I, I think it, oh. if you, you listen to some scholars, they say that. Uh, God used to be a man or another planet on another planet. huh? <clears throat> After you become a good Mormon. Well, wait a minute. How come we've never discovered this other planet? Is it in another oh, galaxy? I, they have a name for it. It probably gets there. Kolob? I believe that's what it, it is. Sounds like a place in... K-O-L-O-B. Ah, sounds like coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the other planet. Right, but we've never seen it in oh, in our solar like system. In, as uh, astrologers. Correct. Astronomers. Yeah, not, not astrologers. astrologers. <laughs> and they're looking at the stars, too, just for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. And, but after it says, after you become a good Mormon, you have the potential of becoming a god. Teachings of the prophet Joseph Smith, and that gives pages. God resides near a star called Kolob. There's your stars, oh, okay. Kolob. not the planet. Yeah. Gotcha. Get your planets and stars right. Sorry. I'm mm -hmm. so sorry. <clears throat> the Trinity is three separate gods. And that's from James Talmadge, Articles of Faith, page 35. So the Trinity is three gods. Okay. We're now talking different languages. So are here. they just saying that the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are three separate gods? Or is it God and then two other people that we don't know? Uh, it says that they're separate. Three separate so gods. Just, so it's... Okay. Fair enough. Okay. I mean... That's not the craziest thing I heard. No. Nope. But I've read scripture. A lot of scripture. Christians that don't believe the same trinity as we do. Yeah. I'm not going to knock you for that. I'll just show you some scripture where it says that it's a... One God. Yeah, a triune God. God, God in three persons. Yep. God is increasing in knowledge. Well, I don't think he needs to increase his knowledge. Is that what it says? Yeah. That he... Okay. God is increasing in knowledge. Okay. God is the form of man... 
well, that's in the book of Genesis. Made them in, in their likeness. Yeah. That, that, that's not far-fetched either. <clears throat> God the Father has a body of flesh and bones. No. Yeah. That is incorrect. Jesus is the son. Yeah. He was the flesh and bones. It's it's hard for me to concept conceptualize that we're made in their image because we're such a weird looking creature. And we don't all look the same. Yeah. We have the same things, eyeballs, nose, mouth, ears. Yeah, I guess maybe I just I hope God looks better than me. I'm sure he does. Yeah. He looks better than everybody. It, it, I'm just saying I read it, I understand it. It's just hard for me to grasp like right. <laughs> If he made me in his image, how come I don't have hair? Maybe he doesn't have hair. Oh, I could say sin. Oh. God is married to his goddess wife and has spirit children. Also not in the Bible anywhere. It's in Mormon Doctrine, page 516. We were first begotten as spirit children in heaven and then born naturally on earth. So that means like... like we were Jesus. in heaven, now we're on... So here's here's what sucks about this, this religion is that you start off in heaven mm -hmm. and some selfish person gave birth to you and now if you don't live right, if you don't do enough works, you're going straight to hell. Yeah, you can't get back up there. Huh. That's too bad. Here, Here's the one that really gets everybody. Jesus and Satan are spirit brothers and we're all born as siblings in heaven to them both. Which means they believe that Jesus is a created yeah. guy. That's not the same Jesus. No. That's a different Jesus. Because we read, even when Jesus was in his fleshly body, Satan tempted him. Satan grabbed him, right? Mm-hmm. And Jesus, uh, you ain't got me. I've got you. And he quoted scripture at him, right? Mm -hmm. Satan was like, ah, I forgot. You created me. <laughs> forgot. Oh, my bad. Yeah. That, that's how Satan talks. Ah, my bad. Forgot about that one. You are better than me. Yeah, that's just that's a tough that's a tough pill to swallow for me. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no salvation without accepting Joseph Smith as a prophet of God. Also, not in the Bible. So I can't be saved unless I believe that this dude that created the book, this dude, this sin guy, is how I get to heaven. So this is what this is what I take away from this statement that. The Bible, they might as well just throw it away because in the Bible, which they believe, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It, Jesus said this. Mm -hmm. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Yep. Uh, I Well, there's millions. Well, not millions. There's tons of verses we could s say that tell you how to be saved. And mm -hmm. none of them are but by the way in... Whatever year, Joseph. 1830. 1830. There's another way. There's going to be another way. Mm -hmm. And I think that if Joseph Smith, Smith was a true prophet of God, well, A, he wouldn't have been born in the 1800s. B, God would have mentioned, or there would have been some mention of him to come. Yeah. Because he claims to have the new salvation, but Nowhere in our Bible, which again, I'm going to say every time they claim to believe, does it say, P.S., there will be another way to salvation yeah. in the future for Americans and not for black people until 2018? Something like that. Was, that's that's a crazy one. Maybe we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. That I have to believe in an earthly man 
that was a prophet so I can get to heaven. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, some people say we're crazy because we believe that Jesus died for our sins. Yeah, but Jesus had no sin. Mm -hmm. There was something different about that man than any of the other billions of people that have ever walked the face of the earth. Yep. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You don't want me to die for your sins because then you're still going to go to hell. Yep. I can't pay that debt. Nope. There are three levels of heaven. Telestial, terrestrial, and celestial. Okay. I'm... Two of those words are actual words. They didn't make those up. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I just, I... You could have three levels of heaven. Yeah, whatever. The... The Holy Ghost is a male personage, personage, a marvelous work and a wonder. Page 118, Journal of Dis Discourses, Volume 5. Baptism for the dead. This, Yeah, here we go. This mm -hmm. is So this is from their Doctrines of Salvation. This is a practice of baptizing each other in the place of non-Mormons who are now dead. Their belief is that in the afterlife, the newly baptized person will be able to enter into a higher level of Mormon heaven. It sounds good. Like, hey, man... My cousin wasn't baptized and he died. I mean, let me, I'll baptize myself for in his honor. Yeah. That's not how it works. That's not how Jesus laid it out. That's not how John the Baptist laid it out. But it, it's just wild. Mm. Once you're dead, you're dead. Your flesh is gone. Yep. And if you have not made the decision to go, like I said earlier, up or down, it's too late. Yeah. But here's the other thing baptism doesn't get you into heaven. Nope. Jesus didn't go back to heaven because he got baptized. No. This, the thief on the cross, never got baptized. Nope. People put a lot of a lot of stock in that. And like we've said before, we're Baptists. We put a lot of stock in it. But we know that that water is nothing special. That water doesn't get us into heaven. It's our relationship. It's our mm -hmm. already committing to who Jesus is. Some other facts real quick as we wrap it up. Worldwide, there are over 13 million Mormons. The United States LDS Church is the fourth largest individual denomination. Only 12% of all Mormons live in Utah, just in case you wanted to know. <laughs> uh, most Mormons do not live in North America. Aside from the United really? States, other regions with significant numbers of Mormons include Mexico and Asia, South America, Central America, Europe. Uh, the rapid growth of the church has been experienced in Africa. Here's what it is. Males at the age of 18, they go on their mission. They go out and they share their, their gospel. After Catholics, the LDS Church is the largest religion by number in 10 U U.S. states. Mm. Sad. Yeah. Hey, if you want to go find more about this, go to BereanResearch.org. That's what we did. We didn't know we were getting into this. We kind of just put it in God's hands and say, uh, hey, we're going to try this out. Let's see what we can talk about. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We'll try to get in the future. It's a little nerve-wracking for me because I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we try. We try. We try to bring you good research. Hey, Becky, thank you for your input today. Mm -hmm. And for Becky, I'm Matt. Till next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew. And I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they wanna kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying soon enough. He